Welcome to Drunk on Vinyl. Hi. This is Mike. I'm Don. Uh, we got a very special episode. Uh, super special. An episode that I have to ask you, did you ever think this was uh, going to happen? My efforts to make this possible seemed futile. I mean, extremely futile. Even before we started this little thing, I've been looking for this record for years. Years, ever since I started getting into vinyl, yeah. like, I don't know. It was one year Seven years ago? Yeah. yeah. Ever since I found out they actually pressed this album and their other album, I've been searching for it actively. Yeah. There's no pressing info, so I have no many. I have no idea no. how many exist. I can't imagine and it's many. I've, I'm some... actually debating, and an idea came into my head like 10 minutes ago. I'm just going to see if I could contact the Library of Congress. They should probably they know. They have to have records for every single media thing, like yeah. books, tapes, How many CD, were made? Yeah. There's got to be some sort of, like, like I could Freedom Information Act that thing. Yeah. I'd be like, I need to know how many albums were made. This person wants yeah. UFO files. <laughs> this guy wants information yeah. on on people getting uh, unfortunately kicked out of the country. And this guy wants <laughs> to know how many pressings of this record. <laughs> yeah. This record from 1999 yeah. that... Aside from me and you, I know of one other person, and he was the one who played me the record. Yeah. That's all I know. Who knows, band? Yeah. I'm more familiar with the other album. Okay. I think you let me borrow their yes. second album. Yes, we were in high school. I think we swapped albums. Yes. You gave me you, Whippersnapper. And I think you gave me the drive through Pizza Comp That sounds one. about right. Yeah. Damn, that's good. Shit, man. That was so, that, think about that. That was like 19 years ago almost. That's insane. <laughs> we yeah. still remember that. Uh, um, but anyway, I mean, if if you want to make the All grand... Right. Okay. This band is... I mean, no one's going to know who they are. But these, this band was... A, even before Blink got me into the punk scene. Really? Yes. Uh, my friend, Brian. Brian Hyrick. I don't know if you know him. Oh, yeah, I do. do you, do you know Brian? Yeah, I know the Hyricks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I lived right behind him in, um, growing up mm -hmm. and he went like, I, there was a field between our houses and he went to Lancaster and I went to Maryville. So we didn't hang out in school, but we hung out all the time. And, uh, I don't know if you remember the sit and spin. Yes. Right up, right over here by you. Yeah. I think yeah. it's now, it, it's now a tattoo a, place yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a drum place too, or is that something Drum else? place is still there. All right. Yeah. Either way, um, he, we, we'd go to the sit and spin every now and then ride our bikes up there. And he came back one day with this CD from the Bargain Bin. It was the f album you talked about, which I'm still looking for on vinyl. We'll yeah. get to that later. Um, but yeah, we listened to that. And it, it for what it is at that time, I mean, if you listen to it now, if you're, which I'm assuming will be a lot of people's first time hearing yeah. it, if you listen. I like that. Yeah, it's an exclusive. Um, it's going to be like, maybe nothing special to you, but... In 1999, what these guys were doing was n no one was doing it. It was a pure blind yeah. purchase by him? Oh, yeah. He went right to the bargain bin. That's nuts. Yeah, he okay. bought the CD. He still has it. Yeah. Confirmed. He has both CDs, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but with the first album we listened to was America's Favorite Pastime yeah. by them. Um, this band is from, they were from Atlanta, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. They are called Whippersnapper. Yeah. They were short-lived-ish. I mean, like, they had three albums. Um, the third being one of the first ever 
uh, albums on Field by Ramen before they got super huge. That's crazy. That um, they're one of the people who essentially founded yeah. it in a sense. Yep. And um, this record is before that. It's their second album. It's called The Long Walk. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more accessible than their first album, mm-hmm. a little more thought out. But you got, and I'll keep reminding, keep it in 1999, no one was doing this. Yes. At all. And I found it, I finally found a copy of it on eBay that I, I've been searching for a long time. And most copies I saw, you have to order from like Germany mm-hmm. or like literally like Latvia. How did they get there? I don't know, like, man. Are like, there are there whippersnapper <laughs> fans? Like, like, over I, there? I like to think there's some like back channel vinyl trading going on. Yeah, for it to get over or like there. just like random vinyl going all around the world and like 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 my friend found the CD in a bargain bin. Like maybe yeah. this, some guy bought a lot of vinyl, like mm-hmm. a, not well, a lot of it, but a lot, like yeah. a collection of it. And maybe it ended there, and I don't know. Maybe they were big in Germany. I don't yeah. know. But anyways, I finally found one that didn't cost two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, um, which is crazy money. This very nice uh, record dealer guy on eBay sold it to me for thirty five dollars. Damn, from two fifty. Yeah, he wanted he wanted well he wanted fifty dollars. Yeah, but I negotiated him down to thirty five. Yeah, and um, if you I checked Discogs and they were going anywhere from twenty to fifty bucks mm-hmm. on the rare sell they had, so I didn't right. mind paying thirty five. Yeah, instead of even. But so, yeah. I got it in. Uh, I got it in Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Today is Sunday. Yeah. And um, in my hysteria of clicking, you know, the buy button as fast as I can, mm-hmm. and I I didn't even read anything on the eBay page. I just like, oh, I'm gonna make an offer for this. Oh, you, okay, you don't want thirty? Okay, thirty five done. Yeah. Here, here's the money. I don't care. Um, I got it in, packed very nicely. It it's still sealed. Damn, brand spanking no. This is an 18-year-old record. It's just sitting here. I'm looking at it. Yeah. I saved it. We don't have it on the turntable yet. I'm just going to open it right now. Yeah, you're going to hear the- An 18-year-old record. The crackling of the plastic coming off of it. So it came in this very nice um, dust jacket. Yeah. That's ripped. I'm okay with that. That's that's fine. It protected it. But uh, yeah, it looks brand new. Yeah. From 1999. I feel like I need to put like, Burlesque music on yeah, this. Right. I don't know if you have access to a sharp object. Uh, we should have planned this know. out. Um, I think my key's a little thick. <laughs> we shall use the outlet. <laughs> All right. Like I'm assuming go. it's black. I mean, I mean, I don't think be there's. Mind-blowing if there's I don't think there was one. colored variants yeah. back then. Let alone people buying like no one bought vinyl in no, 1999, it, it, which is weird that it ama- has a pressing. Yeah, it's amazed that it was even pressed. Um, it's it was during a time when I don't know what I would have never thought of buying vinyl at my age. Um, oh God, no! So the thought of owning a record. Was kind of. Let's see if we can hear this. Strange. Here we go. Yeah, it's some good uh, ASMR. Oh, I talked to these guys on AIM. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. I it's remember a, you back in the days when uh, bands uh, members put their uh, screen names and they're like, and, "Please talk yeah, to let's us." Yeah, talk, just talk yeah. to us. Yeah. 
Ah, I'm just going to rip it. Ah, Here okay. we go. All right. All right. What's inside? Oh, I like that. Let's see. I don't think there's anything. We got thank yous, lyrics, some pictures. Okay. we're. At, let's see what color this thing is. Here we go. I got to think standard, straight, black. It is black. Okay. <laughs> the record is coming out of the sleeve. Oh, my goodness. It's there it is. untouched perfection. Uh, untouched. And what's throwing me off is that the, the cover art, too, there's like upside down. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to look at this album the right way, and it's all just jumbled. Yeah, Whippersnapper, their name is upside down while everything yeah. else is right side up. Now, no, inverse of that. Um, I will hand this over to you to put on the turntable. All right. I'll take a look at this, uh, what appears to be a lyric jacket that, let's see. It says Lobster yep. 10011-1. I wonder if it was the 11th release. Um I don't know if you got any info on that. But yeah, there it is. 1999 it had to Lobster be, uh, Records. Maybe that uh, dash one is first pressing. Maybe that's what that means. Yeah. Oh, you always got to check. Um, the etchings on the inside. It says the Lone Star Sessions on side A. Uh-huh. And side B says for Nunu and Papa. Holy shit. Do you remember? What the fuck is Mindspring? Mindspring. Yeah, the, their email is whippersnapper at mindspring.com. I have no idea what that is. And, um, oh my God, I I don't know what Mindspring was. Are you ready? The The lyrics are, that's cool, like how Violent Today comes in like a, just a plain white sleeve. Just a paper sleeve. Yeah, the, their sleeve is their lyrics, with and there's a thank you section. I'm extremely excited to hear this. I hope it's just not ruined and like shitty scratchy, even though it's unopened. No, I think it's going to be good. Yes. Again, 1999, when it was just all fast four-chord punk. Yeah. It sounds so raw. I like it. Their bass player is all. Their bass is always very prominent. Yeah. Oh my god. I will say um, the guitars on the vinyl are more pronounced to me. Really? Than on just uh, like my headphones through like my through iTunes. Yeah. When's the last time you heard this album? Probably since high school. No way. I had to have played it for you sometime. I mean, we listen to it a lot, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
you remember the band uh, Ten Foot Pole? Yes. They kind of remind me of each other. Yeah. Which I like. I like Ten Foot Pole right. back in the day. See, it's parts like this that drew me to them. That's a great part right there, yeah. Their guitar work is always very good. Taking me back to when yeah. uh, we would play local shows and uh-huh. I don't know, I feel like we would always be like friendly competition for each other uh-huh. and we would try to like come up with the the best guitar parts we possibly could at oh, the time. Yeah. Yep. So I mean there were times where I at least I thought we were doing some pretty complex stuff and trying not to do straight chords and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was the first just band I listened to that wasn't doing just four chord straight fast punk. Uh, punk. It's got more pop to it. Yeah. And I always like to think this band kind of, even though no one listened to them. Yeah. I like to think some bands did listen to them as kids. Yes. And we're just influenced by it, like indirectly. I mean, I hope so. Hell, I, 20 years later, I'm still obsessing over this record. Yeah. What do you think about his voice? I like it a lot. Yeah. Yep. It reminds me of what pop punk bands used to sound like, yep. as opposed to now the popularity yep. is yelling, screaming stuff, like right. story so far kind of thing. I love this part. It's a little two note chords on the bass. I think all I know is they always made bass prominent. I love it. It's almost like a, a third guitar. Yeah. Bouncy beat. Yeah. I'm bummed this. The lead is kind of buried. Yeah. Because it's a little, a little more prominent on the CD copy, hmm. which is weird. Yeah. Well, I've heard of artists um, putting different mixes and masters, like vinyl versions. Yeah. Just because things pick up differently. Yeah. That tone is beautiful. Oh, I know. 
when it kicks in here. So good. You can see all the kids bouncing. And uh, their label doesn't exist anymore either. Lobster. No. Isn't that what yellow cards do? Yeah, they're on? actually in the thank yous. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, are there any good thank yous on there? Um, AFI and Strung Out. Yeah. <laughs> All the old school shit. Let's see here. They're from Atlanta. When you post this, like, tag, like, just put a ton of whippersnapper tags. Yeah. If, if anyone from this band is listening, Contact. I think they'll be amazed. Yeah. Contact us. I want to talk to you. Yeah. He talked to you <laughs> once before. I did. Please, I want to talk to you because these albums are amazing. And if you have a copy of your first yes. album Please. on vinyl, I will buy it off of you. Drive to Records is thanked down here. But, uh, Lesson Jake, Homegrown. Oh, damn. Militia Group. Yeah, Militia Group sounds familiar. What was that? Was that like... Militia, I know Rufio was on Militia Yeah, I was going to say uh, Rufio was the album I was thinking of. See, this album's kind of like it's kind of fast and it's yeah. melodic, but their first album, as you know, it's a little more straightforward. Like, yeah, like their melodic parts like this are all with fast beats, right? Duel. Yes. And that's another thing that was kind of ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, ahead of its time, I think. I mean, I could all be wrong. I'm, all, I'm making these really, like, broad statements, but it's mainly just based off of what I listened to and heard at the time. For you, that so, was the first time you heard something like that. I'm no music aficionado. Yeah. Don't, I'm not declaring to know all. Yeah. <laughs> God, this intro is incredible. Teasing you with the yes. beat. Like I said, man, the, some of the parts these guys wrote were just... Ooh. Like imagine is them playing with Saves a Day during the Can't Slow Down era. Yeah. Like would that have lined up? They would. They fit in, I think. Yeah. Definitely. It just sounds like more technical Saves the Day. Yeah.
you heard this for the first time today, would you like it? Now, I think I would. Got, got some TBS vibes here, you know? Yeah. Dual vocals. I always forget how good the drummer is, too. He really makes these songs. Yeah. them going wild oh i know i will say the closer on here too is real nice my god (laughs) and this you know this album just doesn't let up either yeah song after song it's just right at it A little guitar part. Yeah. talk over this like I, I'm just enjoying hearing yeah, it. Yeah, it's it sounds like, really good. I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. This part's cool. Oh yeah. Yes. That transition? Yeah. Be a proper podcast without, uh, oh, yeah, without little Rue going. It's gotta be something yeah. in there. bass drum intro you don't hear anymore no bring it back i know (laughs) 
They also had a very like serious lyrics too. Yeah. They're not you know just like woe is me guy girl stuff. You yeah. Know? Do you remember what you uh, who you talked to on AIM? Yeah, personnel list on there. Uh, I want to say it was the bass player. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy B. I think so. Do you remember Sold what you that. asked him? No, I just talked to him about yeah. his music. Yeah. I wonder if they ever came here. I know oh. they toured a little bit. Yeah. Maybe before we were ever going to shows. Yeah. Maybe. Oh my god, yeah. At least local shows. Yeah. Great part. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Yes. Right into this. Uh, this is super catchy. <laughs> Like I said, I haven't listened in a while. So far, yeah. this is my favorite. Yeah. I, there might have been a live video of them on YouTube. Really? I think so. I, one? Just one. Yeah. There was someone I was just trying to look up, and I couldn't believe that there weren't more. Who was it? Oh, there's oh. side A. Hold on. Let's flip to, to B. Right.
if there's any bands out there right now who are doing something like this, just because if they I, are... I can never compare them to anybody. Yeah, I've I, never I, come across someone where it's like... They just have their own sound. you mentioned it I definitely do get a saves the day vibe I really yeah. do this but there's more really cool. uh, not that saves the day is bad but they're much more technical about their playing yeah love that guitar yes. part my goodness here comes the overlap Building. Yep. This next song was probably the most popular off of it. Yeah. If I remember correctly. This intro is very good. The peace part is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yes, that makes I know. Like a, a sampler CD or anything like that. I think so. Yeah, they had to have been. Because I think that's how. Like Brett, Brett was the one who discovered Yellow Card for me. Yeah. Who then told everybody else about them. And I think it was because of a sampler. So I wonder if Whipper Snapper was on it, and we just never realized it. Right. That's how I discovered, remember Long Since Forgotten? Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the few times when 
can't remember what show. It was at Water Street, though, in Rochester. I was walking out, and someone was handing out CDs. Yeah, yeah. It was a sampler for whatever small label they were on. I want to say it was called, like, Rocket Records or something like that. And for some reason, I decided to listen to it, and I'm like, this is okay. I'm like, this is all right. This is all right. And then when, like, the two or three... Long since forgotten songs came out. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Like, these are really, really good. good. You don't really hear bass like that nowadays. No. Like, such a prominent part of a band. It's like parts like this that wanted me, that inspired me to pick up and play guitar. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I learned Blink songs, but I wanted to do stuff like this. Yeah, you started like, off yeah. with the Blink stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're all doing complex things. Yeah. Jesus, that drum fell I know. into that. <laughs> I, like I said, they, it just sounds like everyone who is just really good at their instruments got together and yeah. was like, let's just make something different. I always wonder how bands come together because it always seems like the best bands, unfortunately, like pluck people from other bands in the local area. Right. And they'll all come together like, all right, you're the best guitarist, you're the best drummer, let's let's make something happen. As much as I love this album, yeah, I still think their first one is a little better. I, I think I think I like it a little better. Yeah. So if I ever find that thing, man, oh, we'll do another episode. God, I don't think I'll find it. I think there's a cool guitar part coming up. Yes. Harmonized part? Yeah.
Hell yeah. The perfect jump parts? Yeah, I know, right? Awesome. I never really listened to that before until now, but yeah. Yeah. That. I like his voice too. Yeah. Whoever's doing backups right there. forget just how much they have vocalists just going all the time. Yeah. That's a good outro, yeah. yeah. Ooh, here we go. Yep. It's the second last song. You said the last one you like a lot? Oh, yeah. guitar tone that you don't hear anymore yeah it's just that raw sound like i was saying at the right. start it's just not that i don't mind hearing the cleanest possible signal from like a amp to a mic yeah being recorded but it, it just i keep coming back to like that early saves the day it just sounds like that yep it just sounds like almost them Playing live in a sense. Yes, I think that's why I really like it. Yeah. 
Whenever I thought about this band, I always thought about the bassist first because yeah. it's always prominent. But listening to this now and really just thinking about it, this drummer is the band. Yeah, he's carrying a lot of He it. is just, everything he's doing is nuts. Like, the simplest things for him, he just doesn't do. He's like, all right, I'm just going to just go nuts here. Yeah. Except here. He's <laughs> kind of simple. Well, he does really complex fills and then into yeah. like a, a a change. Yeah. Octaves? Sounds like it. I've never heard a band do that before. Yeah. Like I said, that bass is a third guitar almost. Yeah. Yeah, he was filling the sound out a lot. Drumbeat is some nothing like a pop punk band dude. That was like an outro that like Boston would do. Yeah, or right. Like, like some classic rock band. Yeah. This is the closer. Probably my favorite song on the album. It's a great driving part. Yep. I think this is probably the It's my favorite on here But I think it's the best song they wrote on here Yeah It's like everything they're trying to do in other songs That maybe didn't quite fit Right Everything fits in this song to me It's like they they nailed it Yeah Everything And that bass tone is just nuts. It's, yeah. It's so good. It fills so much of the sound. Yep. I think I really like the part coming up. Yep. It's, it's my favorite on the album. This part just makes the whole album for me. I love it. Yeah. Who was doing this in 1999? No one. There's... Two vocals going, bass and guitar going. Over, just I 
Yes. Yes. Circle back. <laughs> and another thing you don't hear anymore. The fade out. The fade out yeah. on the album. Rarely. And the last words are really good too. Keep fighting, keep thinking. I like that. And that's what that whole album was. It wasn't boy-girl stuff. It wasn't what was me. It was just yeah. the general wokeness, mm-hmm. as some would say in 2007. <laughs> we're in 2017, right? 17, yeah. yeah. I had to check my phone. The I literally, yeah. every time, I think we're in 2018. So I don't know for why. For some reason, I do too. I, I just, Maybe I wish that I four years were up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was, oh. I. That was really good. Um, for, just imagine that as your foray into everything we loved since. Because it was for me. To find that in a bargain bin yep. is chance, like, if I've ever known that. I want to see them take like the dynamics they used to write that record then yeah, and just do something with how the scene is now. Yeah, I wonder what that album would sound like. I mean, you can't really... You, it's like you can't capture it again. No, I, I think I they can sit there like all these like no, that's a terrible thing to say. Some bands that try to recapture what they like fan favorite albums mm-hmm. that kind of fall short. Um, you you just can't recapture with that. It's a like it's I, that I, right place, right. A good time. example is that yeah. uh, say anything is Rowboy. Yeah, he'll never do that again. No, that album. You can't expect him to, but I I want him to. Yeah, <laughs> I I'd love for him to write another. Album uh-huh. like that, that just... Yep. But what he went through to do it was nuts. Yes. Literally. Because personal suffering. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying these guys suffered in Whippersnapper, but like I said, you sit down, time and a place, do it. Things happen for them yeah. to write that record yep. at that time. Right. So, yeah, that's... There we go. I am very happy. It, it sounds good. It's not scratched, even though I knew it was sealed. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, I'm happy. It sounds great. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, I I have to imagine that was your first time listening to Whippersnapper. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed yes. it. I'd, I'd say go check them out, but they've been defunct for, I'm guessing. Yeah. They released their last album on Field by Ramen in like 01, 02. We're going to try. We're going to yeah. hashtag the shit out yeah. of this. And Again, if you're in that band or you know someone in that band, Somewhere, I don't know. Find a way to just, just contact us. Get us in, yeah. Get us in contact with them. You'll or, probably get you'll probably get you first because yeah. you're the contact point, and then it'll go to me, and I will just talk to you. Yeah, we'll make <laughs> it happen. So, all right, let's make uh, uh, was it six degrees of Kevin Bacon that's happen? Right. Let's let's make it happen. All right. Well, we will yeah. see you on the next right. episode of Drunk on Vinyl. Later. See. Ya.